welcome to the Wildlands. I'm Matt. And I'm David. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about the end of season wrap up. Everything that we made. So let's jump right into it. All right. So I just, I just, I went right on the fly on that one. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> like this being the end of the season, you know, uh, wrap up of, of our season two. Uh, it's not like the end of a fishing season or a hunting season. It's it's our season wrap up. Yep. Uh, which on the fly was maybe a little tough to get understood there. Yes. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> what this episode is going to be is is like we did in season one, is pretty much you know fly over uh, what we talked about this season. Uh, some of it will be you know relevant to what we were able to do during the winter. Uh, and other stuff is relevant to literally what we're starting to do in the next couple of weeks because now a lot of the stuff we talked about is going to come into a come into play since the bear season's starting, the fishing seasons are starting. Yep. Uh, yeah. You know, so you got the, we'll the competitions be able to that jump are... in. Exactly the contest, the uh, the bear contest. That's uh, right. You know, so there's going to be a lot of stuff we're, we're maybe not going to touch on too much because. Uh, we'll mention it type thing. Otherwise, we're going to be here for a week. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know, so uh, we're going to start again pretty much in order of our season. Yep. So in, in the beginning, you know, we were really talking about what we were going to be starting to do for our preseason preparations. Yeah, and also uh, we can talk a little bit about smelt fishing because, I mean... Well, of course, that is done now. Yeah, the... the, the Smelt fishing being already over, uh, there yep. is literally no more ice. <laughs> no, finally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is a good thing. Which is a good thing. It opens up for a lot of new things for us uh, This uh, in the next couple of weeks. That's what's going to be great about yep. it. Uh, exactly. But as you said, if we're going to touch base a bit on, on the beginning of the things, uh, how about we touch base on, on the smelt fishing first, and then we'll go into uh, what we've yeah, got sure. prepared or what we're getting ready to get prepared. Uh, for the upcoming yep. seasons uh, for hunting, as a matter of fact. Definitely. And and I mean, yeah. like we touched in our, our smelt uh, episode, we, we were saying our season was on thin ice, if anybody <laughs> listened to that episode. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it, it, it was very uh, unsuccessful for us in the fact that, um, you know, the, the amount of time that we would have actually been able to get out, there, it was a very short window. Once it froze up, the window was very small, and then all of a sudden, uh, it got warm again. It got warm again. Uh, ice can ice conditions were just terrible. Yep. Uh, they were catching. I I wasn't lucky enough to go out. I went out once, I believe. I went out twice. Sorry, I, I went I, out twice. Yeah, I didn't even get to go out you once. Know. The whole season. No, really. All I, year. Exactly, because yeah. when you were gone, it was cold enough. When you were here, it wasn't. And, <laughs> and I was in quarantine. And everything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So it was you know kind of messed up on that. But so. now I am a genetically modified man now yeah you're you're uh one dose of vaccine so far right yeah that's right i got that so far so uh, hey let's let's cross our fingers hopefully it goes for the better exactly yeah my arm is killing me by the way like oh really i usually have no pain on vaccines and like my arm feels like somebody literally just like (laughs) shot it with something i don't know with like a pellet gun yeah (laughs) it's I, it hurts. <laughs> it's only been what a day. A day, God. Yeah, it hurts oh, well. as ever. Uh, yeah. No, definitely. And as you say, for like uh, what has been of the smelt season, uh, I have seen. Okay, like 
you know, I have seen some vendors on the side of the road and, and whatnot selling smelt. Oh, I, yes. I did get to see some shanties out on the water. Um, but I don't know. I mean, every year I find that it's always just kind of like a hit and miss kind of thing where you, you have a lot of people that are saying they're catching a whole bunch and a lot of people that are saying they're catching nothing at all. So I, exactly. I have a hard time following that type of season or following the trend of saying that there's been a bad year or a good year because I feel like it, it's always a 50-50 kind of thing. Uh, yeah. and you have people that are just continuously saying, you know, either that it's good and every year they say that it's good, but then the other ones every year they say it's always bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, but like, I mean, I, I know of people that went this year and, and caught many, which yeah. they, you know, they had a great time and everything went very well. Yep. And I, I heard of the ones that were catching It's that this year it was, I, I, a lot of people said they caught some, but it's again, this season was such a short window yep. that it, it just happened really fast. It was there, then it was gone. Yep. So that was pretty much the smelt fishing season here. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Yeah, no, for sure. And if we were to look at the other topic, like exactly that, we're going to be, and I mean, this, this actually kind of falls into like when we're going to say preseason prep, which was our very first episode of Mm -hmm. season two uh this is actually going to cover quite a lot of things that we are going that like that we talked about in other episodes therefore trail cameras trail preparations uh exactly we we covered tree stands different things like that we covered a lot of these things during the season and just by covering still all preseason exactly and just by talking about this (laughs) preseason prep idea that we have uh that we that we skimmed on 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 episode one uh Mm -hmm. and and you know what i actually kind of feel like season two like our season two about prep. was a lot about preparation, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, that's the great, I, and I kind of feel like since we were recording it during the winter, that's what came natural. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what we were thinking about. Exactly. Like you know, it, all we had to do was to think about what we were going to do when we could get out there. Yeah, exactly. I, I, and I'm like, so. I'm looking over, I'm skimming over all the episodes <laughs> and I'm going like, wow, we really like... We covered the bases on everything for preparation on an entire season of 16 episodes. Like, we yep. we did that. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> and you know, uh, With a little bit of, of you know, uh, other topics in there, but a lot of it was definitely doing your homework for, for your upcoming season. Exactly. So, for, for preseason, uh, I know I can vouch for one here now uh, that I mentioned about was, you know, getting your fishing gear ready. Well, yeah. in the last two weeks, that's pretty much what I did. Yep. You know, I... Uh, I'm going to pick up a rod tomorrow. My, <laughs> you're, yes, you are. <laughs> yep. That's that's definitely... I'm going to have to prep that one because I don't have a reel on that one yet. Okay. But... You think I'm you going know, out for like, a pen reel or... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Of course. You have one, oh, on, yeah. you have one <laughs> spare or are you thinking about getting another one? I'm thinking about getting another one. Oh. I got it eyed out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, right. I'm debating. There you go. But, you know, like we talked about for the, the fishing rod preparation, uh, you know, I mentioned removing, uh, you know, 20, 30 yards of line yep. uh, to get that stretch out. I did all that on all my rods. Yep. Um, I went over, you know, I sharpened some hooks. I changed some hooks. You know, just the, the pretty much normal thing that I always get to doing before the season yep uh you know even even like my lures i i checked them all over made sure like the uh everything was still solid the rusted ones i i chucked out and replaced and 
Oh, so, yeah. My preseason and my preseason fishing prep is all done. Yep. Yep. No, for sure. And it, I mean, if you look at at that, like at fishing on our, on my end too, for the fishing aspect of it, I, I mean, we just, just recently acquired a bunch of equipment as well for, you know, for the fly fishing scene of it. Yes. Uh, you were able to yes, actually go right. yesterday, if I'm not mistaken, it was yesterday, Saturday. That's right. Yep. You were able to go yesterday morning to, you know, check out some real spots. Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was there. Yeah, you were there. I passed today and I can, I could probably say on that, that stretch, there was, uh, let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six. There was a minimum of six people that were fishing in, at, on that river. Really? Yep. Yeah, when I left, really? uh, when I left Bathurst there, uh, yeah. there was a minimum of six people that were already fishing on that river. And Ty was out. And I mean, Ty that was, was really far out. And, and that was mid-afternoon. That's correct. There was, yeah, really? no, there's already a lot oh. of people that were out there. Uh, myself, I mean, I got a reel, I got a new reel that I got to set up and, uh, yep. I know I do have some line, but I'm going to have to find some backing line to put on there. Um, or I might just, you know, tomorrow when I go to Bass Pro or something like that, I might just end up yeah. buying some brand new fishing yeah, backing. Line. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And just, cool. you know, set it all up together. Uh, the yep. other thing too, that we have planned out, I mean, I think you and I both have something planned out for preseason prep and uh, for hunting. Uh, we did yes. talk about this, uh, which falls down into the line of there's bear and there's also deer that we were looking at. Yep. I don't know if you have, you want to elaborate on that one? Yeah, for sure. Uh, one thing is uh, I know I was over at my my father's place today and he's, uh, he's getting ready for the bear season. I mean, the bears uh, are coming out, you know, around, like closer towards town, and I shouldn't say town, I should say closer towards the the water, the shoreline. Yep. Uh, because it's always a little warmer here and there's a little less snow, so they're out a little earlier. But up by the lodge, I believe he told me he's going to be out there uh, next weekend to go, you know, scout out to see uh, the snow situation, see how, how far down it's gone, see if the bears are out. Yeah, if but it's possible. But he's preparing his baits. Yeah, exactly. He is preparing his baits there now. Okay. Uh, and... Uh, we're going to jump, kind of jump around a lot here. Uh, but in uh, another episode that we talked about trail cams, I know he was talking to me about uh, today. He got, I think he, he said he got nine new trail cameras and uh, he's trying to build some kind of bear deterrent uh, mounting bracket to try to get them to not chew up his cameras. So we're going to be experimenting with a little bit of stuff on that front. Yeah, because uh, uh, I'll let you. I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah, because uh, I think I still have the memory card because I, I I remember swapping out. I went and bought a memory card and I swapped out with one of your guys' memory card and I still have it in my truck and I put the the one okay. that I bought in the trail cam. And if I'm not mistaken, on the one that I have here, uh, <laughs> you can see it was a um, a mom a snout. Yeah, a mom and and two cubs, and it's the two cubs that started playing around with the camera. So when I got there, yeah, exactly. when I got to the spot there, the camera was filled with dried drool, like all over it. Okay. It was like wrapped around the side <laughs> of the tree. And I went like, oh. That's not so bad. At least it didn't chew on it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, well, yeah. that's kind of weird. Maybe something was like, you know, sniffing around on it. And I, when I checked the, the video, you can just see <laughs> one of the cubs was just going to town on it. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was pretty yeah. cool. I mean, we try to not touch it with like grease or anything on our hands to make it smell edible yeah exactly but i mean you know after a day out there touching bear bait you're gonna end up getting some kind of smell on there for sure <laughs> most likely <laughs> yeah exactly yeah 
But uh, no, and like you said again, uh, well, this actually touches base on another thing that we talked about. Uh, we're talking about bear, but I'll elaborate a little bit more on our season prep for hunting because, as you mentioned, we have mm-hmm. bear. Uh, we also have our deer, um, our deer baiting that we want to do, like uh, food plots yep. and all that, uh, that we yep. do want to set up. Tomorrow is exactly that that I'm going to be going to check out. Uh, seeing what they have at Bass Pro, probably picking up a, mm-hmm. a few bags of, of this and that uh, mm-hmm. to bring it back down and, you know, set it up so that on my way back down, when I come back uh, from work, we'll have something to set up with. You know what I mean? Exactly. We'll be ready to go. Exactly. I just acquired a, I just acquired a, a brush cutter to be able to, to clear our area. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. So I'm prepped with that part of it. Uh, I deal. got the equipment for it. So. Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. And, uh, I, I mean, you and I, like, well, actually, you know what? Well, I'll mention this more at the end of the episode. We'll remember okay. this. Um, but another thing, too, that uh, we talked about, uh, well, that you mentioned, as you say, your dad's getting everything ready, prepping to uh, be able to do uh, his bear hunt, his spring bear hunt mm-hmm. and everything like that. Uh, your mom is participating in the contest, the Spring yes. Bear 2021 contest. Uh, myself, yes, as I, well as you. Yeah, I am number yeah. one thirty, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one thirty, really? Yeah, one thirty or one thirty-three that I am. Uh, okay. I know that they they did do a bunch of draws lately. There there was a twenty-two marlin semi uh, with a scope attachment that was drawn. Uh, there was the bear carving that was drawn as well. There was a yep. um, trail cameras that was drawn. Uh, as well and then i cannot remember what the fourth one was there's a guided hunt i believe yes a one day hunt that is correct yeah a one day guided hunt yep and all four their all four participants were able to acquire their uh their mm-hmm. prizes and so be it that's great for them but uh, i what, believe there's over 200 eh? that registered 220 could it be 226 220 oh maybe i didn't look at the I know final they passed, score i know they passed the 200 yeah they, they definitely passed the 200 i didn't yeah sure. exactly i didn't look at the final score i know that at one point they were saying hey we're almost at 200 and then that's when they were going to be you know doing the draw is and that, i think at the 200th um that is where they, they had the prizes yeah. yeah that's where the 22 marlin was drawn was yeah, at the 200th so. uh participant yeah um but no, what what I was going to get at is uh, your father being, you know, an outfitter guide for bear hunting, uh, just goes to show that like, I mean he's already starting his season, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, with already a client myself. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that uh, when I get back and and so on and so forth. But again, this is going to be for the twenty twenty one bear contest, and it's going to be also for yep. you know our our video show, our show and everything that we want to get, yep. uh, you know, put together. So I'm really hoping that filming in there. Yeah. I'm really hoping that things really pan out for us and, and go, you know, really well. Yeah. Uh, as I mentioned, yep. um, and this, this falls under the category of one of the episodes, which was getting ready for, uh, archery, you know, what you need to know and what you need to get to be able to, to do some, uh, some bow hunting. And, uh, I took yes. the executive decision, <laughs> That for my yes. spring bear that I would not go uh, bow, I will go with a firearm instead um, because I just feel that it is, you know, it is necessary to be able to have at least some practice in before deciding to go yep. for the actual hunt. Um, and I am, like, I'm, I will say I'm more recent 
into the the archery scene therefore yep. since i'm always gone working i haven't had the time to be able to practice that much uh, and i'll mm-hmm. wait till fall to be able to do so um th- the spring i'll go with a firearm because i am i am very you know acquainted to it yeah, definitely <laughs> but see the thing is i was actually just speaking to this uh, with my father uh, over supper uh, saying, you know, that you had decided to go with your rifle. And as I mentioned to him, you know, he it doesn't make a difference to him at all whether you're going archery or rifle. But as I mentioned, I said, you know, that, that also comes out to what we always talk about is, you know, being uh, a responsible hunter, ethical hunter. If you, you know, you feel more comfortable, you're making that decision under the fact that you do not want to go out there and wound an animal. Yep. Or you don't want to go out there and... And, you know, not make the ethical shot, making, you know, again, as hunters, a practice, not just being out there, you know, there, there is morals to it all. And we do consider a lot of things into our decision making. Yep. And that's a prime example of it. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yep. I no, mean, definitely. A, that's definitely wh- a good one. Yeah. That's one of the decisions I decided to make. Um it, it's it's heartbreaking in a certain sense, but I feel that yes, it, is, it is uh, something that is in my favor. It puts it a little bit more yep. into my favor um, due to my comfortability of it. And also I feel Definitely. like you say it's it, there's an ethical part to it as well um, mm-hmm. when it comes down to taking the shot or not. Exactly. Uh, Definitely. And I mean, you as well, you were talking about maybe doing some spring bear hunting as well, which is a great thing. If you, yeah, if I might you, get. I might be able to to make it out for a little bit. I'm not 100 percent sure yet, but I'm I'm debating it for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And and if not, well, we'll go for some fall. <laughs> yep, exactly. We'll go for and the I fall mean, bear too. <laughs> exactly. Why not? Yeah. And I mean, you know, uh, with again another topic we spoke about, and that I would like to document a lot of information about to get either back to you guys in another episode, or actually just to have the the information for myself is on our bear hunts uh we're going to document the activity we get to see with the moon phases that are in the actual hunting times that we're in yep uh just to compare uh you know for ourselves and also to maybe be able to get an episode out there if if we do see some dramatic uh differences in activity depending on the moon phase Mm -hmm. season three might have an episode on you know the results from uh, the comparisons that we we get to make. Yep. No, that's for sure. With uh, the moon yeah. cycles and everything like that, to really know or mm-hmm. see the dramatic changes that may have happened over one time period and the other uh, afterwards. Exactly. Uh, it'd be also pretty cool to see that in terms of between spring and fall, mm-hmm. between the two seasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's say if we compare on, a, let's say we go out on a full moon on a spring season and a full moon on an autumn season. Uh, just if, to see if there be a difference due to the fact of you know food resources and everything like that how hungry they are mm-hmm. and so on and so forth mm-hmm. that's actually a really cool idea and, and definitely be down for and i'm going to do the same i'm i'm going to do the same for fishing as well uh, yep. i already i already planned on doing you know a lot of documentation for my fishing season yeah whether it be for for stripers or it be for brook trout or salmon i'm really going to you know take notes on every outing that i yeah. That I get to go out and do. Yeah, exactly. And even tidal waters is a good idea as well. Ex- exactly. Tides, uh, forecast. I even bought like a thermometer to take water temperatures. You know, I'm really going to try to document it a lot more this year. Yep. 
And, you know, that's another episode we talked about was everything about striped bass. Yes. Now, my season usually only starts here in June uh, when the migration comes. But Mm -hmm. if anybody is listening uh, that monitors striped bass in New Brunswick, uh, Miramichi right now, the Miramichi River is just exploding with them. Yep. Which is surprising me because usually I thought they only... I only ever heard of them really starting getting really heavy down there in May. And I mean, the, the season opened on April 15th and they were catching April 15th, which to me was very surprising because mm-hmm. uh, I've never heard of it catching this much this early. Yeah. So maybe my season will start earlier. I don't know yet. If it does, it'll be all the better. Uh, For sure. Opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, something too that uh, that we talked about uh, in the stripe, uh, striper fishing, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I did see that there were some uh, regulations that did come out. There was uh, one person yes. that clarified on regulations that people were allowed to have. Um, one person even mentioning that uh, apparently you're not even allowed having any type of piece of a uh, bait, like a, of a stripe or of a striped bass. Like you're not allowed to having mm-hmm. any type of piece of it. Um, and you know, in your possession, I guess they, they considered it as being used as bait, I imagine, because I was going to say like, what if you fillet it and you have a fillet with you? I mean, mm-hmm. you're looking into cooking it later, but is it because you have it in your possession as a fillet and you're fishing that they'll consider that you're using it as bait? I'm no, little, it, it's because they cannot, if you get caught with it at the water side, yeah. With your fish already filleted, yeah, they they cannot measure your fish. So to make sure it was legal. So theoretically, you'd you'd be like you'd be in the you fault, fill- or I, I I have a hard time understanding that one specific rule that's there. Like I, I the way I read the explanation from a gentleman uh, was saying he called the Department of Fisheries. Yeah, and it's because let's say that you filleted it. On the side of the on the side of the water, yeah. Um, and the officers show up, and they can't measure your fish. Okay. Yep. They're saying that if you bring it to your place, once you're home, I mean, if the officer was not able to check you before you get home, hey, you, once you're home, you're home, right? Yep. But they're saying that, you know, what if uh, you would fillet it on your way out? And they could have, you know, intercepted you. And that's the way I understood it. I mean, I don't know if I understood it correctly. Yeah. But it's it's because that they cannot verify your catch. Can't verify uh, the legitimacy of the, the size yes, of the animal. That's, that's how I understood it. Now, okay. it, am I... That's from... I don't think it was anything to do with bait. I think it was the fact that they were not able to check your fish. Okay. Like, let's say, you know, you pull it in. Yep. You get it in, it's over limit, but you fill it right away. You know. Yeah, I, I get They it. can't check that. They can't check but, it. I guess again, I can see where it's kind of going at, but at the same time, I'm going like, yeah, but, you know, sometimes a lot of people, their service is based off of, you know, being able to fillet the fish, uh, you know, as a... Well, that's right. Uh, like, I'm, I'm going to have to ask how, I'm going to have to ask how that goes for me. Yep. Because when my clients come fishing with me at the end of the evening, when we 
get out of the water and we pack up all the gear. I offer the fillet service uh, at my trailer. Yep. Now, they're going to be leaving with it filleted. Uh, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have to make that call to see if I'm allowed to do that or not anymore. But yep. I'm going to guess that they might have, like, maybe maybe for an outfitter or a guide, uh, they're going to use the judgment of the guide, making sure that they respect the rules. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, I will... I will find that one out. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be definitely something we're going to have to look into. Um, yep. Another fishing-themed episode that we did, we talked about nymphing. Now, I don't know if yes. you decided that you wanted to start investing in it. I know that I I luckily actually already have a rod that can be used for nymphing, which is exactly. my, my switch rod. Um, mm-hmm. My moon, It's a moonshine uh, mm-hmm. switch rod. Rod. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it, it's a four weight, eleven foot. Okay, if I'm not mistaken, four weight, eleven foot, and uh, it they say right on the site that it can be considered as a nymphing rod. You can you can convert it to that point. Uh, okay, I just still need the rest of the things to be able to nymph because uh, I'm really looking into trying that out at the river uh, that's not far away from our place there. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll be honest. I'm thinking of trying it the problem is is that I don't want to get a nymphing rod yet so i'm going to try to cheat my way through it to see if i like it with a normal rod if yeah. i can possibly pull that one off at any i'm sure it's not going to be as great as having the proper equipment as we always say have the proper equipment for what you're doing yep um or i might just try yours <laughs> yeah you can just try the one because, that i have because it will come down to this because i'm I'm not 100% sure. I'm very interested in trying, uh, you know, but what if I don't like it? Or And usually, to be honest, I, I usually fish in really small brooks. Yep. And I'm not 100% sure that I can fit in there with a 11-foot rod. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you can use so, shorter rods, too. You can go with a 9-foot and so oh, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, it just depends yeah. on the weight value of it. But uh, the 11-foot one, I guess, well, it's like we mentioned in the episode... If you go with a little bit more length and you don't have to cast as far, you know what I mean? You can just pretty and much And you got your high, you always want your line being higher to, to you know, exactly. not have so much line in the water. So 11 foot would be better. But yeah. no, nymphing, uh, definitely something that's on my list Yep. Uh, for when the, the rivers go down a little bit and I can get out fishing, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, uh, the the river by my place, it, it did slow down. It, I mean... Current, already yeah it did slow down Man, and early. actually it's uh wow. even on low tide because it, it's tidal waters by there um yes but i do have to admit that the water's still i would say a little bit too fast for nymphing right now uh, by my place yeah uh it, mm. it's still running pretty heavy but okay i mean low tide you can still you can now start seeing the bottom quite easily oh well it's getting there then yep yep definitely okay. oh. um what if we talked about now again other episodes that we talked about, we talked about uh, local, the importance of local. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we've had some some great, you know, outcome uh, out of local uh, shoutouts and different things like that. Uh, yeah. We've had people that were very pleased with that episode. Um, again, 
it's like it, it's also opening the doors and getting into contact with maybe some people that you know some individuals uh, that we we hadn't had the chance to talk to during the off season but now with yes fishing season hunting season starting up and in, in full swing uh, we mm-hmm. have the opportunity to kind of like open that that door again uh and and get into contact with these individuals just by our episode itself you know what i mean i, I yes, thought that was exactly um, and we had some great outcome out of it with uh, myself being able to enter into the uh, Larry's Golf uh, Draw. Uh, mm-hmm. And then obviously there's the bear contest as well that you mentioned to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, You wouldn't have heard about it. Yeah, that's Exactly. True. Um, these are all things that I find that are super cool. Uh, yeah. I mean, with Larry's Golf, I also got back into contact with uh, Jack from Jack's Fly Shop. Uh, mm-hmm. for flies and then we also have uh, uh, high tide flies that uh, yes got into contact yeah, with you doing, yep doing very good there yeah. now uh, I'm, I worked on the uh, on the display for my uh, for my trailer to be able to just distribute her flies uh, over the summer so that's getting going ahead and with the fishing season that just started you know last Thursday or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking about Jack, I I know he's been busy because, like I said, he doesn't live far from me, and there is cars and trucks in his yard at the at the little shop in the back there. Uh, pretty much every time I pass by, there's a, <laughs> at least one or two vehicles in there. So he's oh, yeah. a, he's a busy man right now. He's a busy man, and that <laughs> so I he's mean, they're they're supporting local. So exactly, that's a, that's a good thing about it. Um, yep. I don't know if you want to touch base on other ones, like for instance, let's say the tree stands and trail cams ep- episode, which was episode 14, one of the more recent ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and this actually falls into our preseason prep that we were talking yeah, about exactly. for hunting as well. And, and I'm going to let you go on this one because you got yeah, uh, that's it. Like more I was, things came like out. I was, yeah, like I was mentioning, uh, I know my father was, was when I was over at his place the afternoon, I was mentioning to me that he was going to try to to make some kind of a mount uh, to stop the bears from eating his cameras. So I know we're going to be working on that. Okay. Uh, and like I say, once well, you'll, you're going to end up seeing them because when you get back and you go out hunting, you know those will be the cameras that are out there. Yep. Uh, so we'll be able to, to elaborate on if that works or what our design was and and what ends up you know being more practical. Yeah. Um. And then, like I mentioned, when we set up our food plots, uh, you know, I got the, the brush cutter and everything else. So we're going to be setting up our shooting lanes and our tree stand positions. Yep. Uh, our you know tree stands are already at the lodge, ready to go. So, Do you know what kind of our, uh, which kind of stands we're going to be using? Well, the ones I got, uh, I picked up the, they're, I know they're double. Okay, uh, cool. I'm trying to think what the brand is. I, man, I, I bought these probably about, oh, geez, three or four years ago, probably, when on one of my trips to uh, to Maryland, uh, my father and I uh, each picked up, I think I picked up one, and he picked up two or three of these stands. Okay. Uh, they're a double ladder stand. Okay. So, you know, we'll have lots of room. Uh, it'll be great for, for filming uh up, up at, uh, in our hunt there, you know, yep. so it's, it's going to be great for that. Up. Yep. That's, that's no, actually definitely. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's, and again, we can touch base on that. All our hunting, uh, that we're going to be doing this year, unless the borders open up and we get to go elsewhere, we'll all be on public land. Yep. That is great. You know, 
Oh, except our goose hunt that will be on private land this fall. Yes. Because I have access to that one. <laughs> That's the only one that will be uh, private. Yeah, the only one. <laughs> yeah, we don't you have know. much choice on that one. <laughs> no. Yeah, really. That's where it's going to be. Yeah, we we don't have much distance either that we can go and, you know, move around. No, in, we can literally but... be in one spot in the field to be legal yeah. distance from all the houses. That are around us. We clocked you it. Know. We we ranged it. <laughs> we were, oh yeah. We made a rangefinder in Google Earth, man. And this is where we can hunt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we but, are illegal. Yep. Exactly. And um, yep. no, definitely uh, the the other thing too that I wanted to um, to mention as well in some of the episodes, uh, there is one type of hunting that we unfortunately didn't get to do this uh, mm-hmm. this uh, winter. Uh, which was coyote hunting. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, I, w- I you know, I would have liked to try, but with all the restrictions that I, that I've been going through, I had absolutely no opportunity to be able to go. Uh, exactly. I don't know about you and how how it was for I, you there. I wasn't able to go. Uh, the one time that I planned uh, a trip because I always like to usually do my my coyote hunting in March, like I had mentioned. And I was planning it. It was going to be a morning hunt on a Saturday morning. And that was pretty much right when the temperature started to rise. And that Saturday morning just came down pouring, pouring rain. <laughs> pouring rain, yeah. So I was like, nah, you know, I'm not going to sit out in a field in the rain in March. It's still cold. Yep. So I canceled that. And that would that would have been the one opportunity I had this winter. Uh, like, again, with the restrictions uh with the work schedule with everything else with either yourself or myself because even at some points i was in quarantine in in a semi-quarantine type state uh because of my work uh, sending me to to certain areas of the province yep uh so you know everything was just a mess oh Uh, yeah so unfortunately coyote hunting was was a no-go yep um definitely you know like you say it was an old go i i feel like the province really got hit hard for the winter time uh it just it just seemed to be never ending in a certain sense about like exactly know, yeah things changing left right and center rulings changing left right and center um yep i mean just it didn't help out uh one of the things i don't know if you have any other episodes you want to touch base on uh well again it kind of falls into again you know prepping for the season but uh, fishing kayaks, you know, I was able to get my kayaks out. Yes, that's uh, true. Did the regular, the kind of regular run-of-the-mill, you know, uh, maintenance on it. I always like to, you know, um, not a wax, but it's like a, a protective film or a, like a, a product that you put on the uh, on the plastic. Because, I mean, those things are getting beat on by the sun every day we're out, plus salt water and everything else. Yeah. So the one thing I was able to do, you know, was to wipe them down really good, uh, get the salt residue from last season off, and uh, kind of put, I'm going to say it's not necessarily a polish, but it's it's like a UV protector for plastic, technically. Okay. Uh, but I was able to get that on, and like I say, my kayaks are already, uh, you know, I, I cleaned out the, the uh, rod holders, and I cleaned out the you know everything that has to do with the kayaks i prepped it it's ready to go once the 
once the fishing picks up, I'm I'm good to go already. I think this is the earliest that I've ever been ready for my season. Okay. So it's it's actually not that bad. But yeah, the kayaks are uh, the kayak. Oh, and by the way, because of uh, this episode, which was episode eight, uh, this listener got in contact with me and you know has the same kayaks that I'm running. Yep, and really got into asking me a lot of questions. Uh, he asked what kind of rod holders I was using, uh, you know, what kind of rods I was using for fishing, what kind of all kinds of questions about the this exact actual specific kayak that I have. Yep, uh, which I find kind of cool because he was able to through the podcast was able to find somebody that could give him the information he needed and he contacted me directly and you know we had a great conversation and we're still in touch now he's from Nova Scotia yep uh and you know restrictions right now are stopping us from going there and him coming here yeah but uh yeah. you know I'm, I'm guessing that uh at some point we will probably end up fishing together so yeah. all because of all because of a podcast episode <laughs> all because of the podcast yeah no yeah. definitely yeah. and um no and you know we, which brings me a bit to the, to our final, well, to, to the final little thing that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you and I, we talked about this. Uh, we agreed upon it in a, in a certain sense. We still do not know what we're going to be getting. Uh, but for everybody that's listening kind of thing, I, I, Matt, you probably think, I, you probably know, oh, well, you know, well, yeah, I'll say it anyways. I'll go into it. <laughs> and then we'll say what, what we got coming up next for season three. Yep. Uh, with, you know, the end of season two and everything like that, and with season three coming out after our, our small hiatus that we're going to be taking uh, before mm-hmm. we come out with more episodes on season three, um, mm-hmm. you and I had both talked about this. This is something that, you know, we could act, we want to do for all, for everybody that's listening, uh, mm-hmm. is to give you guys an opportunity, especially with the beginning of the season that's coming out, uh, well, that's already out for both fishing and hunting, we were saying that it would be cool, and and I mean this is something for all you guys. Uh, we could do a giveaway for mm-hmm. a small package of each, so a small package mm-hmm. of fishing uh, equipment that we'll choose and select yep. out of, and mm-hmm. same goes for a hunting uh, kind of like little package, and this will yep. be um, again like I said we have we're we're going over the rules and regulations that we'll have for this the criteria that are required to be able to enter into this draw uh, yep. but again it'll be for uh, since we cover really the basis on both hunting and fishing it'll be one package of each um, that's right and uh, this will be for those that listen to our podcast uh, it'll give you guys an opportunity to be able to you know invest a little bit more and show that we uh, show our appreciation into your investment. That's right. Um, and definitely with things coming out lately, we've got some really great news coming, uh, some really good, you know, good shows planned out for season mm-hmm. three. And, and I really can't wait to, to bring it out for all you guys. Definitely. I mean, season three is bringing already. I mean, we did not start recording any, uh, we are, we're actually going to, be recording a few even while we're we're not putting them out just so we have the content ready for you guys yep uh but i can say that there are going to be a couple uh of pretty good episodes with some pretty cool uh guests on uh that's going to make things very interesting very proud to be able to say that we're going to have them on 
uh, no spoiler alerts there now, but <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to be good. Yep. Uh, even if we don't put out episodes for the next, you know, uh, two or three weeks after this, it does not mean we're not working on none. Yep. We're just trying to get ourselves ready, get some info out there, have a good backlog of episodes. So we don't end up, you know, missing some for you guys. Yeah. Get a head start. <laughs> Yep, exactly. Get a head start and be able to, you know, not come out last minute every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, for sure. Um, so with that said, like I, I mentioned before, we've got a lot of things planned out. That was pretty much a sum around of uh, summarized mm-hmm. version of what our season two was, which pretty much sums up to it was a preparation season. <laughs> yep, definitely. Uh, everything we can talk about, uh, we always talk about safety uh, especially in the tree stand version, uh, the episode, we really wanted to elaborate on safety on that one. Yes. Yes. Uh, we still do. And, uh, you know, like we had a lot of great topics I find in this season and I can't wait for season three because I know we're going to have a lot of good topics out there as well, especially mm-hmm. since we'll be right smack dab in the middle of it. Uh, yeah, now exactly. the seasons have started and this one's going to be pretty much everything about how the season's going. <laughs> Yep, exactly. That's that's what that's going to be all about. Yep. Uh, so with that said, uh, I've got pretty much everything covered. I don't know about you, Matt. You got everything covered no, on your end. Same here. Uh, you know, just happy to be able to say that we made it through season two. Yeah. Thanks again for everybody for listening. Uh, really, really hope to see you all in season three. And this would also be a great time since we have nothing recorded for season three. If you have anything you want to hear, this would be the time over any other one to send us your suggestions. I mean, you know, we're wide open right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, yep. it's like, we're, we're just, we're, we're a sponge. You guys are, yep. are everything exactly. that we, we need to get this episode yep. going. And also, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, a great thank you too to everybody that helped out with the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. The guests that came in for us that, that you know, that were on season two, a huge thank yep. you to them. And also thank you to those that invested into our podcast or even the pages that allowed us to uh, post exactly. on them. Uh, yep. Super helpful. Great, you know, great opportunity. Uh, mm-hmm. And thankful to everybody that, that was in it. So with that yep. said, I don't know if you want to sign out on this one, Matt. Yeah, definitely. You know, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks in season three. Enjoy your spring season whatever it be and you know get out there get out in the outdoors and and have some fun yep let's see you guys out there on the water or in the woods cheers cheers cheers